0: On to the science fiction. Story number one, Sunrise in the Land of the Dead, written by Old cipher It was hot, God, it was so hot. I felt like sweat pouring out of me in buckets, but I had a job to do. I had a mission. The CO knew I never left a man behind, and I didn't intend to start now. The air buzzed with excitement of what we were about to do The orders were clear and our time was now The old man in the wheelchair set his eyes unfocused and his mind billions and billions of miles away The younger man leaned forward enthralled by the story Then what? By God, we found it. we found him We found him and cashed him out just like an ATM The old man said our cause was righteous and our souls were clear. Hey, Dave, Rick said as he rounded the cubed wall. He looked down as Dave in his wheelchair and the entrance look on the new kid's face. Oh, for Frick's sake, Dave, you're not telling that stupid story again, are you? What well, when you know, Dave snarled from his wheelchair, you weren't there. You didn't see those young lives cut short. You didn't see those boys, not more than boys, calling for their mothers, Dave's. Their lives weren't cut short. They got fired. They called for their mothers to give them a ride home, Rick said. I was a marine, goddammit. Yes, in supply, Rick said. You ordered pens and toilet paper. You weren't traipsing through an alien jungle. Wait, you were in supply? The new kid, Pick, asked. A marine is a marine, son, Dave said. Yeah, but, Pick said, I thought you said that you were hot and sweaty. I was, Rick said. The air conditioner went out. He was stationed in Wexel 5. It does get pretty warm there, especially without an AC. So what's the story about then? Pick asked. His team got busted skimming, Rick said. See, the locals had real weakness for coffee. Dave here and a couple of his buddies made a tidy little profit selling off-world goods. We were helping the local economy, Dave said. Those aliens got addicted to the caffeine years back and would just about to do anything for it rate was way up until we set up a shop. As long as they could get their fix safely and reliably, they laid off breaking into a bunch of shops. Uh-huh. You're a real hero, Dave, Rick said. Wait, Rick said. I thought you said that you lost your leg in the service. Oh, he did, Rick said. Diabetes. All that rich food and bad exercise on Wexel 5 blew out his pancreas just before the discharge. They amputated. ''How do you know all of this?'' Pick asked. ''I was in a different unit on the same planet when this happened. I was a lowly lieutenant, but camp gossip like that ran through the barracks worse than the clap. Retired as a major some years later and found out Dave was working here about six months after I started,'' Rick said. ''He tells the story to everyone that stands still long enough, but he told me I put it all together.'' ''You're putting a bad spin on her, Rick,'' Dave said. Yeah, you can't really put a spin on selling contraband to a local's or misallocation of government property. Those are pretty straightforward, Rick said. So, what about all that stuff you said about how you faced out a hundred angry aliens with nothing more than your wits and a knife? They were his customers, Rick said. Addicts can be a rowdy bunch, Dave said. Oh, I'm sure, Rick said. Tell him the part about how they caught you. I don't know what you're talking about, Dave said. Sure you do, Rick said. Remember, the old man figured it out between breakfast and lunch. Dave sat suddenly and glared at Rick. Okay, I'll tell him, Rick said. See, Dave and his pals got too greedy and the addicts were showing up by the truckload. Eventually, they didn't have enough coffee to go around for the marines, so Dave quietly swapped out the decaf where he could and had the rest so watered down. you almost couldn't taste the coffee. And that's how they found out, they cost Almost. The colonel thought something was off by the 1100 hours. Half the camp was at the other half's throats because they were going through withdrawal. Finally, A lance corporal in the motor pool took a shot at the sergeant Not anywhere near enough to do damage, but close enough to spook the sergeant The colonel put it all together and then started an investigation Three months later, Dave was standing tall before a disciplinary board Rick said Not my fault the humans were such junkies as the aliens, Dave said And it was that winning attitude that got him asked to leave Of course, that was about the time the diabetes caught up with him And there went his leg, Rick said They felt sorry for him after that So they let him keep his retirement and health care And that's about it So how did you end up here, Pick asked I applied and got the job, Dave said That's it No big story about a former Marine hiring you or something, Pick asked Nope, just a job posting, Dave said I did well in the interview though End of story Story Number two Paperwork The Cast aboard humans on your ship written by four use at works Sergeants at Arms Query and Atleep Science Fleet Survey Cruiser Amitaman Amarian glared at the display on his desk, a station on a science vessel is supposed to be a method for an older atleep to pass the last decade or so of his service in relative peace before retirement. That was before humans began to falter into the fleet. It made his exoskeleton itch like he was an adolescent about to have his first adult molt. The report that he was writing was a priority black message that would be encrypted, loaded into a drone and sent directly to the Omnibus Intelligence Agency, OIA, at the headquarters of military fleet. Kowari would have to talk to the captains first, though in order to explain the drone launch. That conversation would expose the old asleep to his OIA agent, and the captain would likely petition to have him removed from his ship. The captain of the Amor Amorarian was an explorer and a scientist and had a general disdain for hiding information. Kuari was about to have seven months' worth of work classified. That would not be a pleasant conversation. The captain had to know something was coming after the incident, though. The fact that Kuweri had deactivated a lockdown of the ship's long-range communications equipment five minutes after the incident was surely a tip-off. Excerpt from Priority Black Report Sergeant-at-Arms Kuweri, a.k.a. OIA Agent Level 7 Kuweri reporting the M- M- Amoramium have been in the Canicularum system for seven months. The system consists of a common G V two star, two rocky planets in the inner system, six gas giants mid system, one rocky planet, and various edgeward Kuiper belt bodies. One of the inner system's planets is borderline habitable. Both humans and Atleves can spend many hours on the surface with only minor life support gear. There is only primitive life, the most complex being similar to lichens on the planet. The most compelling aspect of this newly discovered system is that unusually large and dense asteroid belt between the near orbit of the innermost and largest of the gas giants. The Stellar Cartography Group hypothesizes that there were once two sizable rocky planets in the system that had their orbits destabilized possibly due to a massive rogue interstellar body passing at a right angle through the orbits, the resulting in the collision and shattering of those worlds into fragments and valuable minerals and metals. The asteroid belt and the semi-habitable planet made for an excellent mining system. The Amor Amoramian was tasked with a full system survey. Many of the humans had complained that a nine-month inter-system survey of a planetary debris would be... uh, Boring the most vocal was the newly promoted chief engineer Skirsky. The captain kept him and the rest of the crew not directly involved with the survey busy with maintenance tasks. Those tasks were complete within one month. A bored human is a dangerous human. Chief engineer Skirsky was given a new project by the captain. Find a lower resources means to bring asteroids in from the mid-system to the inner-system planets for processing. Chief Engineer Skirsky and his group did just that. I'm not an engineer, so I will describe the device as best I can. I have also included all technical specifications from the ship's central computer and related to the device the Calicularum made its spiraling retrograde orbit around the belt, the engineering group launched a series of drones at regular intervals. The drones were little more than a reactor, sensors, and what Skursky called a push field generator. The push field was the opposite of a tractor beam. Skursky's mad idea was to use automated tugships to position the asteroids into orbit aligned with the bulldozers that they had been named. The bulldozers would push the asteroid into a slower and tighter orbit that over the course of 75% of the belt's natural orbit would make an arc into the mining planet's gravity well, where it would be captured and remain in orbit long enough to be processed. The first of several tests went well. Calculations showed that the small asteroids selected were all well on their way to being captured by the planet. They, however, would suffer from decaying orbit and burn up while well before the processing station could be built in the coming years. Then, the humans got bored again. Without authorization, Skursky and his team selected a small asteroid, mostly made up of frozen gas, and instead of slowing it, they accelerated it. Their calculations showed that the object could be theoretically be accelerated to 0.72 c. Prior, to the bulldozers no longer being capable of forcing it to maintain an orbit and hurtling off into interstellar space. This is not what happened, however. At the object reached 0.23C, one of the bulldozers experienced a power surge resulting in excess energy being bled off through the emitter array in a failed effort to save the device. Between the overpowered pushfield and the explosion, the asteroid, now called Skirsky's Comet, by the engineering team, shot towards the innermost gas giant. The resulting collision resulted in the spontaneous nuclear fusion. The section of the gas giant approximately the size of Earth's moon cascaded into a full-blown fusion before the reaction lost enough energy to die out. The planet's orbit was noticeably altered, and its day was shortened by several hours. Engineer Skersky had inadvertently created a weapon of mass destruction. I will be assuming command of the ship under Article One One Two Four Point One One Eight and the Atlee Military Code as soon as I finish this message and notify the captain. The Amor armorarian will remain in current high orbit around the gas giant and continue to take sensor readings until a military fleet escort group arrived with further orders. Communication blackout will remain in effect. End of excerpt. The usually jovial chief, Justin Skursky stared at his melancholy at the rolling gas giant out of the observation large window. All he ever wanted was to see a bit of the galaxy and play with the biggest and coolest toys he could find. He could only imagine the tsunami of paperwork that was heading his way via hyperspace. On the plus side, though, he supposed he was about to have a new weapon system named after him. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed